Sports Talk 1041 and a good Friday morning, everyone. My name is Nick Reed. We are broadcasting live from Scramblers because it is Friday. Programming note, I will be gone uh, next week. We're going to have a number of different guests, one of which, of course, will be joining us this morning in the 7 o'clock hour, Tom Martz. Uh, so we will not be out here next Friday. Uh, kicking off Christmas Eve, we will have our Mannheim Steamroller American Christmas, hosted by Chip Davis, and that will run from noon, Christmas Eve, all the way through Christmas Day. So it's a uh, great Great programming, something that we've been doing year after as long as I can remember we've been running that programming, and they just do such a tremendous job with it. And and I know every um, time we head over, um, do our Christmas Eve traveling, uh, I always put it on, and it's just, I don't know, there's something very comforting and nice about it uh, as Chip Davis uh, hosts that show and all of the Christmas music, some of which, of course, is obviously Mannheim Steamroller, some of uh, is is just a variety of different artists, and uh, if you haven't listened to it, I encourage you to tune in, and that will start again on Christmas Eve coming up Sunday. Uh, of course, as I mentioned, we do have Tom Martz. We'll be chatting with him in the 7 o'clock hour this morning and um, a lot of other stuff to cover, particularly some of the things that have flying under the radar to some degree, largely because of the Democrats' proactive attempt to uh, continue rigging the election by having Joe Biden's primary challenger thrown off the ballot. Uh, you've got to move in a number of states. North Carolina won in which Republicans are trying to protect election integrity. Isn't that interesting that the the Democrats, you may recall, wanted to federalize elections? Remember this? Democrats, when they controlled Congress, it was House Resolution Number 1, top priority, had to protect elections from those evil Republicans that were going to start canceling elections, they were going to start rigging the elections, and so they needed to make sure that they were in charge instead of all the separate states. If Colorado provides us anything, it should be an appreciation for the fact that the different states run their own elections. Now, on one hand, some you may instinctively think, well, what are you talking about? I mean, look what happened. Well, imagine if those same people, I mean, because clearly this is something Democrats are trying in over a dozen different states right now, and it will, presumably, make its way to the Supreme Court. But imagine Democrats controlling elections on a federal level, so they could just in one fell swoop do it. And it also gives you insight into why it is that Democrats have attempted to federalize these elections so that they will have that power. And, of course, much like the justification in Colorado, to to a large degree, they do it all in the name of election integrity. They have to rig elections in order to make sure that the right people win, because if the right people don't win, then democracy is at stake. So they have to, you know, tinker with democracy in order for it to continue to survive. Thank goodness for these totalitarians in the Democrat Party, particularly those on the bench. What would we do without those folks? Look at the weather coming up in just a couple of moments. Right now, the latest news update.
From Cutter 10 and Fox 49, I'm Jesse Edman. An argument over stolen money leads to a woman's death, and the man who claims she stole the money is now charged with her murder. Brandon Huddleston was originally charged with domestic assault, but his charges have changed to include murder for the death of Lacey Nix. Police say in early November, the two argued over how to split stolen money. Huddleston told investigators he shot Nix when she pointed a gun at him. Recreational marijuana sales in Missouri are turning cash registers green. Since legal cannabis became available February 3rd, sales have topped more than $1.2 billion when you add medical marijuana to the total. A trade association says that amounts to nearly $4 million worth of pot sales every day. And beginning Tuesday, Scenic Avenue will be closed at West Teton Drive so crews can install a sewer line. From Color 10 and Fox 49, I'm Jesse Inman. The first alert forecast sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks Home Improvements from Color 10, Fox 49, meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Rain mainly this morning, eventual high of 56, a slight chance of rain tonight down to 53. Tomorrow mostly cloudy, 64, 59 on Christmas Eve and then Christmas Day. Looking for mostly clouds, rain in the morning and a high of 51. Live from Scramblers this morning until 9 o'clock, kicking off the, well, it's gosh, I mean, I suppose this is Christmas, technically, is this Christmas weekend with Christmas being on Monday, Christmas Eve weekend, last day of any sort of shopping that you may have. In fact, we are going to head out, uh, thanks to Pyramid Roofing and Avis providing us transportation, and we're just going to, it's the, it's the moment of desperation. And we do, at the beginning of the month, Nick's favorite things where we travel around and, and offer up ideas of totally legit, well-thought-out Christmas gifts that show that you put some time and effort into it. But what about that last, last, last minute? What about it's the weekend of crap? I forgot to get for this person. Or, oh, man, they bought me something. Now I got to get them something. And you know, we've all been and there. And, and they know that that's what you're doing. Everyone knows it's a dance, but you've got to do it. If, if they give you a gift and you haven't yet, and you're like, oh, uh, uh, year ago, I left your gift at home. Okay, all right. Let's 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 play this dance. But where where is it you go when it's Christmas Eve? You do have limited options quite often, particularly depending on what day Christmas Eve is on. So we're gonna we're gonna traipse around uh, after the show this morning. We'll come to you on Facebook Live and see what sort of uh, last minute ideas out of desperation that we can come up with. So uh, keep in tune for that on Facebook Live. Are we doing that at 1041 Nick Reed? Uh, it'll be on both. It'll be on, yeah, 1041 Nick Reed and our KSGF Facebook page as well. Continuing the Friday Road Show, sponsored by Extra Mile Home Inspection and Real Estate Repair from Scramblers. I'm Nick Reed. This Christmas, we just gave the weather, and it's going to be rainy in the 50s. We've had some Christmas with ice, we've had some with snow, and January and February is are, are the months that, that we uh, assume there's a good chance we're going to see that stuff, and oftentimes with that comes the power outages. Of course, we all remember the ice storm from years ago and and the scrambling so many people did in order just to try to heat their homes and that's one of the many benefits of having a fireplace right a lot of us have them some of us have them and don't ever use them we use ours um 
it isn't just for aesthetics and it's not just for decoration, but it can be, if it's not your main way of heating your home, it certainly can be there in case of an emergency. And you want to make sure that it is ready for that, whether you use it uh, on a, a consistent basis or you just have it as backup in case you need it for an emergency. You need to make sure it's ready and it's safe. Ozark stove and chimney. That also, you may not be familiar with the term Pacific Energy. Now, they make high-efficient freestanding wood stoves and fireplace inserts. They are the creme de la creme. They are the go-to if you want the absolute best. And Ozark Stove and Chimney is the largest dealer of Pacific Energy in Missouri and Arkansas. So you get the best in terms of the service. You get the best in terms of the product. You get all that with Ozark Stove and Chimney. For all of those needs, you can find them at ksgf.com under Nick's endorsements or simply go to ozarkstoveandchimney.com. There's a, um, a story that Red State had a couple of days ago about an ABC news story and the continued attack on Mike Johnson. And it it's you can tell by the stories they look for things, right? When you are talking about a Democrat that is perhaps corrupt, but not necessarily leading the news, uh, they don't go searching for the stories. Even if they know the stories are there, they don't cover them unless it becomes unavoidable and it's out there in the public, so they have to address it. With Republicans, they look for stuff. They just look for it. Mike Johnson is an example of this, and we heard that after he became known on the national stage with the speakership, and this arrangement as a father he had with his son regarding holding one another accountable when it came to Internet usage. And with the Internet, it is obviously extremely you have access to anything. If you're on the Internet, you are one click away from pornography. You're one click away from seeing Hunter Biden videos. And with a recognition that. He is not a perfect person or is his son because no one's perfect, recognizing that with just one click away, it's right there. There was this accountability uh, arrangement, if you will, that they had with one another. I think they used some sort of app or something that allowed them to um, rely on one another to not search out or, or check out any of those sites. And, of course, that was presented as being really weird. Well, now they're after him because of his relationship with his daughter and a purity pledge that she apparently took. Now, Mike Johnson, back in 2015, this is well before anybody knew Mike Johnson, outside of his district, he was in a German TV news segment about purity balls. Now, these, I've not been to one myself but I believe they all function pretty much the same, and it is when it's a it's a father-daughter dance sort of thing, which that's not necessarily uncommon. I know Republic has one every year uh, at the rec center. A lot of communities have those where the father and the daughter go, and and uh, and it's it's essentially a dance. Well, these purity balls, as they're called, 
they also involve a commitment to wait until marriage before engaging in sex. And there's like some pledge or something that's signed. I, I, I know when I was in high school, I think there were these purity rings or something that a lot of kids would wear, students would wear. So it, it wasn't an uncommon thing. And it wasn't uncommon because clearly when you're a teenager, it is as everywhere and you feel physically compelled to do such things and others that you know are doing it. And so it generally takes a proactive attempt in order to not involve oneself in that sort of behavior. So intellectually and spiritually, you oftentimes, you know, you'll find people, particularly young people that recognize that it isn't something that they want to participate in, but they also know that it, it's something that you just want to do, <laughs> that this is how we're built. This is, we're built this way, so we procreate. We wouldn't procreate otherwise. It wasn't fun. And so they come up with different ways in order to have accountability. And it, to me, it's when you look at it, it's weird that this is considered a weird concept, these purity pledges. Because so much in our society is built upon this sort of accountability. There are, in fact, there's a website, for example, I've seen the commercials for this, maybe you have as well, maybe you participate in one, where you can win money by, by I quote, win money by losing weight. And I don't know exactly how it works, but what happens is you go on the website and you have some sort of goal that you will lose this amount of weight by this amount of time. And if you actually follow through with it, then you win some certain amount of money. It may be random. But the point is you, you are accountable to other people in that way, even in your own mind. When you make a public declaration of something and you are within a group of people that are also making a similar public uh, you know, dedication to a cause or you know to yourself declaration, then it increases the likelihood that you are going to follow through with it. And so when it comes to abstinence, when it comes to waiting until you're married in order to participate in sexual activities, the uh, an effective way of doing that is the same way to effectively commit to anything that may not be that easy, and that is to publicly make that commitment and to be find somebody to be accountable with. I, I believe this is the whole point of having a sponsor when you are in some sort of recovery addiction recovery program. It's for accountability purposes. So the concept itself isn't weird. So why is it weird when it comes to things that can be as life-altering as being a young person and engaging in sexual activity? It really is because the stigma has shifted from the premarital sex and getting pregnant out of uh, or getting someone pregnant out of marriage. Uh, and instead, the stigma has shifted to people who are proactive in trying to make that not happen. Now, all of that being said, ABC News has found, resurfaced this 2015 German TV news segment about these purity balls in which Mike Johnson was in it. And, of course, it's, it's reported as being strange and weird. In fact, ABC News reported it as a controversial former dance event, formal dance event. 
They reported the German news segment documented Johnson and his family preparing for and then attending a purity ball, a controversial formal dance event popular among some conservative Christians that gained notoriety in the early 2000s. At a typical event, fathers and their teenage daughters dress in former formal ball attire for a night that involves dinner, dancing, and culminates with the daughter signing a pledge to her father to abstain from dating and to remain sexually abstinent until marriage. Now, I don't know about the dating component to this, but nonetheless, you understand the point. Uh, I did not realize this was controversial. I recognized it was the subject of, of judgmentalism and mockery by non-Christians and people who did not participate in this sort of dedication to abstinence. I recognize that it is subject to bigotry. But what what is controversial about making a commitment to not participate in a particular activity until marriage when, aside from the religious component to it, every study that has ever been done shows that that is the pathway that most likely leads to a more sustainable and better quality of life. You take the religious component out of it completely and study after study, book after book, research project after research project shows that if you follow a specific pattern, and that is get your education, get a job, let's just, you know, sustain yourself, get married, and then start a family doing it that way, you are by far much more likely to have a higher quality of life. Not just financially, but emotionally, socially. As opposed to, oddly, what we celebrate today as being virtuous, and that is doing the opposite. Well, let's start having kids first. Which drastically increases the likelihood that you will be thrown into a cycle of poverty and be much more likely to have emotional issues, to have instability in your life. You may not like this, but this is reality. These are the things that happen. Aside from the reasons behind that, this is the reality. And it gives you such an insight into how, well, why we are so screwed up when you have these major media outlets, and if this were a story about some, you know, 15-year-old that uh, got pregnant and was living in poverty, struggling, doing that, that that would somehow be portrayed as virtuous, and this individual would be hailed as an inspiration. But if you are that same age as a young girl and you say, no, I'm going to for my Christian beliefs, and also because it is logically the way that is going to most likely lead to the greater quality of life, not just for me, but my future children. Wait until I get married. That's controversial. That's the weird one. It gives some understanding as to how successful 
the the bigotry is because a lot of this is is based out of bigotry it is the anti-christian bigotry so anything that christians stand for must be bad and it doesn't matter if the what whatever the thing is and in this case abstinence actually does when you look at it if you take that path lead to much better results that's irrelevant And it's sad and it's unfortunate because you think about how many people, young people, have started out their lives on a path that is much, much, much more difficult because of decisions that they made that they were told were essentially without any sort of real consequence in terms of their path and quality of life. Springfield's Talk 1041, I'm Nick Reed. Broadcasting live from Scramblers, Friday Roadshow sponsor, Extra Mile Home Inspection and Real Estate Repair. My name is Nick Reed. One of the areas of controversy, if you will, regarding this 2015 documentary in Germany about purity balls balls that that had in it now Speaker Mike Johnson and his young daughter that ABC News decided was newsworthy was regarding his Johnson's wife, Kelly Johnson, who told the German news outlet, we don't talk to her about contraception. Sex before marriage is simply out of the question. Now, of course, this is is considered to be insane and nutty, right? It's like crazy. Why would you do that? That's insane. Let me ask you this. In the schools... Let me back up. The the assertion is, well, they're going to do it anyway. Or at least there's a likelihood. So they might as well be safer about it. Do the same people who say that take the approach when it comes to smoking cigarettes? That perhaps we should promote uh, light cigarettes, cigarettes with filters, because they are safer, because they get out a lot of the toxins. So, I mean, kids are going to smoke anyway, so if they're going to smoke anyhow, we might as well promote the cigarettes that are safer. We don't do that, do we? Live from Scramblers, a traffic update, I'm Nick Reed. Springfield's Talk 104.1. I am Nick Reed. We are broadcasting live from Scramblers Friday Road Shows, sponsored by Extra Mile Home Inspection and Real Estate Repair. The first alert forecast brought to you by Wolfpack Cleaners, your residential and commercial cleaning professionals from Box 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Rain mainly in the morning, high of 56. Slight chance of rain tonight, 53. 64 and cloudy tomorrow with rain Christmas Eve, 59 and Christmas. Looking for rain in the morning and a high of 51. Sarah Myers, everyone. Thank you. And this morning, I'm joined with Andy with Avis, the car rental company. Long time no see. I know. Good morning and Merry Christmas. Merry I saw Christmas. her a few weeks ago. You oh. just weren't here. Yes, I know. But thank you for covering for You're me. You're welcome. You just, you just wanted to throw that at yes, me, didn't you? I just wanted uh, some attention. All right. It That's sounds, all. That sounds about right. Well, hey, speaking of attention for you, uh, thank you so much for helping us. Uh, 
sponsor our Nick's Last Minute Picks, providing us with a vehicle. Uh, what are we going to be in today? Well, I wanted to make sure he had something fun to drive that really gave him enough room to haul those last minute yeah. Christmas gifts. So he's in a cargo van. Ooh. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. So it got free candy written on the side I, of it. Yeah. I actually legally um, at one point wasn't allowed to drive cargo vans. That I'm, sounds about right. I'm kidding. That's, that's not a true story. It's not a true story. Well, very good. And so cargo vans, is that a lot? Do you have a lot of those? We do, yeah. We have a lot of those. And we've had people that have rented them for business purposes. Mm. So that's what they're really good that for. That makes sense. Even last minute Christmas shopping if you really need the room. There you go. <laughs> and uh, just for a notice, please do not write free candy on the side of those if you do rent one of those. <laughs> now, um, you were telling me of the... Good uh, tip. Yeah, good I know. Tip. Just good tip right there. Please don't do that because you will get fined for that probably. Um, but now, you were telling me off air, uh, 2024, it's going to be here before you know it, and you guys are starting to get a lot of new inventory in. Yeah, absolutely. So we've got so much... A lot coming off the truck already, all 2024. Uh, the website has been recently updated to reflect everything that's on there. So we've got anything from smaller vehicles to larger vehicles, um, like Nissan Altima, Sentras, Kia Souls. Um, we've even got bigger vehicles like Yukons. We've got uh, Ford F-250s. We've got some Ford F-150s coming in, too. And then, of course, um, we've got several express vans and cargo vans, just, you know, whatever people's needs might be, we're going to have a lot of options. Uh, do a quick walkthrough of how the long-term rental program works. Yeah, absolutely. So if, if anyone has interest in it, um, best thing to do is you can call um, the Avis location located on Sunshine and Fort, or you can locate uh, information on avisspringfield.com. There will be a number there that you can reach out to or an email to get more information from them. Uh, but basically how it works is it's a two-month minimum. Um, you do have to put a deposit down for half of what that um, fee would be for the two months. And then also we do um, request a scheduled auto policy for that vehicle, too. That way you have the insurance on it. Perfect. So if somebody's interested in it um, and they want to view maybe the inventory, maybe there's a couple different vehicles they're interested in, can they just stop by the store? Yeah, they could do that for sure. Um, there will be some options located there as well. But then, you know, if they're on the fly, just want to briefly look real quick just to see what's there. AvisSpringfield.com's got uh, all the inventory updated on there on the page. Perfect. And people don't have to worry about maintenance, correct? Yeah, that's true. And so that's a added um, already in there benefit. And then also, you know, sales tax, licensing fees, titling fees, all that stuff. People so no trips that. to the DMV either. No trips to the DMV. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now, of course, if you are out there and you are interested in that long-term rental program, avisspringfield.com, or of course, you can find all of that contact information under the Sarah's Endorsements tab. Andy, thank you. And uh, I hope you have a Merry Christmas. You as well. And Happy New Year. Ha yes. Happy New Year. <laughs> this is Sarah Myers, Springfield Stock 1041. Yeah, Sarah uh, mentioning there with Andy of Avis uh, providing a vehicle for today, and, and that is the last minute, total, complete desperation. Oh my gosh, I need to get a gift for so and so. Where do we get it? And we do at the, the first of the month, every month, of course. Um, really thoughtful gifts. The whole point of that is the thoughtful gifts, local businesses, but you end up sometimes last minute and you're like, oh, what convenience store is open? I got to get me. 
something and you end up buying fistfuls of Slim Jims for everyone. And so we're there. We're going to be here to help. We're going to go out and we're going to try to find. Now, today's Friday, of course, but this is uh, we're going to try to find some places that you might be able to get those last minute, particularly come Christmas Eve, gift items. And Pyramid Roofing sponsoring that. And as she mentioned, Avis is going to be providing us transportation, a cargo van, which just, I don't know, it just feels right for this this sort of uh, venture that we are going to be embarking on this afternoon the biden campaign has the the it just drips with irony the actual campaign itself has put out a graphic titled trump parrots hitler and then takes quotes from trump and well loose quotes they they have what are supposed to be quotes but within the quotes they actually have quotes so they're sort of cherry picking things and then oh here's what hitler said and so of course that means trump is hitler part of <laughs> part of and this is what's ironic their declaration that trump is like hitler is because of the rhetoric he uses regarding his political opposition they're calling him Hitler. One of the quotes that they have, and again, they're quotes within quotes, so it shows Trump, my political opponents, quote, within our country, end quote, are, quote, far worse, end quote, than the dictators of Russia nor and uh, North Korea. So Trump is bad because he is comparing political opposition to dictators. They use that as an example to compare him to a dictator. Within the meme itself, or the graphic itself, they are doing exactly what they claim makes Trump a danger. And that is, well, look at this, Trump says that his political enemies are like dictators. Your whole point is accusing him of being like Hitler. I, it, the insanity of this uh, uh, this isn't any surprise the democrats have done this for some time particularly when it comes to ice agents when biden and, and harris were running last time around and they were criticizing trump's enforcement of the border and kamala harris was going around saying that ice agents were today's kkk we the, the, KKK and, and Nazis oftentimes are the two go-tos, which is interesting given that the KKK was the militant wing of the Democrat Party, but nonetheless. And subsequent to that, there were numerous attacks on ICE agents and on facilities, including Molotov cocktails, attempts to blow them up, what would, under any other circumstance, be listed as a terrorist attack. And it was done. They, they would repeat the rhetoric of the Biden campaign that these were Nazis, that these were, you know, akin to the KKK. So the calling of opposition, the worst human beings on the planet, is nothing new for them. But you got to give it to them, taking it to do heights. <laughs> In claiming one of the reasons Trump is so bad is that he says mean things about political opposition. And their whole point is saying mean things about him to the point that he's Hitler. 
It also, aside from the continuation of their attacks on political opposition and equating them to Nazis and Hitler, is at the same time an attempt to distract from the fact that since the October 7th attack on Israel, many Americans have learned to their surprise that the anti-Semitism problem in this country is within the Democrat Party. You have members of Congress, specifically those in the Saab squad, that actually have actual members of Hamas that have been fundraisers for them. Individuals. They, the head of CARE, Council of American Islamic Relations, just a couple of weeks ago saying that he, he was excited about, he loved, he was praising the way that Hamas attacked the Jewish people with the raping of women and putting children in ovens, burning them alive. You don't have to look far to find all of the things that have been said by Biden and Harris and other Democrats praising CARE as an organization. I mean, this is a pro-terrorist organization. What we have seen on college campuses with young Democrat activists openly calling for the extermination of Jews. There was a vote in Congress to condemn to condemn the terrorist attack against the Jewish people, condemning Hamas as a terrorist organization for dragging elderly people and raping them from their homes while live streaming it to their families from their Facebook accounts so that they could see it. There were a hundred Democrats who voted present instead of voting to condemn that violence. It goes well beyond this. Whenever Trump moved the embassy, the U.S. embassy to, uh, to Jerusalem, something that every pet president from Bush on claimed they were going to do but didn't do, Trump actually did it, and there was a delegation. Of course, Democrats, Republicans were all invited. Every Democrat refused to go. So this very proactive attempt to label Trump as being like Hitler, not only is supposed to be, you know, what else do they have? You know, I mean, as part of the presidential uh, campaign, the Biden-Harris campaign as to why they should continue to occupy the White House, but it is at the same time to try and distract people from the reality of where the real anti-Semitism is in this country. Let's not forget the Abraham Peace Accords that occurred under the Trump administration. You just look at the relationship between the United States and Israel and the results of that during the Trump administration, during the Biden administration. The Trump administration, you had the Abraham Accords, three separate peace deals, unprecedented, with countries in the Middle East. Saudi Arabia was understood to be the fourth in line, which was going to be massive. After that, that was expected to be the final domino that was going to cause all of the Middle East to sign their own, you know, they have all of these countries jump on board. Unprecedented peace in the Middle East. That's just a reality. Under Biden, 
He lifted sanctions on the Houthis, terrorist organization, which continue to attack us as well as others in the Middle East, lifted sanctions on Iran, which allowed them to start funneling money to Hamas that they used as well as the training in order to carry out the terrorist attack against Israel. Now you tell me, as a Jewish person on this planet, which of those two realities would you want to live in? So this is another reason that they're trying to convince you, no, Trump is Hitler. Oh, yeah, clearly. Springfield's Talk 1041 live from Scrambler's Friday Roadshow, sponsored by Extra Mile Home Inspection and Real Estate Repair. I am Nick Reed. Little Christmas. Streaming live, KSGF.com. Let your heart be A reminder as we listen to this. From now on, our Christmas music. Is that Andy Williams? Is that Andy Williams? I should know. Uh, We are going to have, of course, our annual Christmas programming. Mannheim Steamroller, hosted by Chip Davis and American Christmas, and that will be kicking off on Christmas Eve at noon. Sponsored by ABC Books and Top of the Rock, Ozarks Heritage Preserve. And it will go all the way through Christmas Day. Regarding the anti-Semitism, there's a story, I just need to grab it here, and it was there was a teenager that had made terroristic threats to a synagogue, and it apparently was pretty specific. It was not simply um, a very vague... I'm going to kill all Jews sort of thing, but instead a specific detailed plan about a specific synagogue. The teenager who planned the terrorist attack was ordered by a judge to write a book report as part of his punishment. Well, that'll show him. WKYC reported that the Stark County Sheriff's Office said that its deputies responded to a call in early September regarding the 13-year-old boy who was involved in concerning conversations on social media platform, including numerous threats towards Temple Israel in the city of Canton. The boy was not named due to his age, pleaded true, which is the juvenile equivalent of guilty on Friday to misdemeanor charges of inducing panic and disorderly conduct. According to a court document, the boy did create a detailed plan to complete Complete a mass shooting at the Temple Israel on the Discord platform, which was reported to law enforcement and required an immediate investigatory response and notification of public individuals and agencies, including the school system in which caused significant public harm within those agencies. The report said that the Stark County Family Court Judge Jim James suspended a 90-day sentence for the teen at the multi-county juvenile attention center and instead gave him one year of probation that included no unsupervised use of the internet of course there's no way to monitor that whatsoever continue to undergo counseling and read a book about swiss swiss diplomat carl lutz Credited with saving over 62,000 Jews during World War II and write a book report on it. 
Stark County Sheriff George Mayer said that the county has a zero-tolerance policy when it comes to threats made against our community. Well, boy, and do they really make sure to get that message across. Zero-tolerance policy. A book report. He said, quote, every threat is investigated thoroughly with the seriousness it deserves. We work diligently to ensure that those responsible are held accountable to the fullest extent of the law. Protecting our community is a responsibility we bear with the highest level of commitment and vigilance. Well, I'm sure that that individual, if he really, truly, genuinely planned what it sounded like he had pretty specific plans for that book report is going to turn him around completely. I'd hate to learn what the punishment would be if he didn't do the book report. I wonder what the punishment would have been if instead of a synagogue, it had been an abortion clinic. Do we think it would have been a simple book report that he had to write? Given that this administration raids the homes of families that pray in front of abortion clinics and sentence individuals to years in prison, if they do anything that makes someone who wants an abortion feel uncomfortable, isn't it interesting how they will go full forced, the full force of the law and years in prison if you do anything that is deemed to be threatening to an abortion clinic, but you have a detailed plan to destroy a synagogue and a terrorist attack, eh, write a book report about it. It'll be all right. Springfield's Talk 1041, live from Scramblers. Friday Roadshow sponsored by Extra Mile Home Inspection and Real Estate Repair. I'm Nick Reed. If you miss any of the show, fear not, we have the podcast section at ksgf.com and I believe it still gets distributed to iTunes and Spotify, is that correct? Uh, it does, yes? There yes, yes. Okay, so Spotify and iTunes. Feel free to pass that around, pass it along. you got friends uh, in other markets, and you're like, hey, have a listen to this. It's really awesome. Or... Uh, it's okay. Or listen to this piece of crap. Listen to this nut job. Listen to this racist, you know, all that stuff. Whatever. Whatever you can share it about. Um, and uh, and spread it around. That's how the good word gets spread, my friends. We are going to be out and about today coming to you from Facebook Live, 1041 Nick Reed, and also uh, from our KSGF Facebook page as we try and, and throw a lifeline to those of you who, in a moment of desperation, have waited to get Christmas gifts or you realize somebody bought you one, you didn't know they were going to buy you one, so you got two, but, you know, maybe they give it to you Saturday night, tomorrow night, like, Tomorrow's that's a crummy thing to do. Now I got to go buy you a gift, and it's Christmas Eve, and places aren't open. Everything, so we're we're gonna seek out today to try to find some ideas for you, uh, and that thanks to Pyramid Roofing and Avis, who's providing that transportation today. So we're hoping it's gonna be fun. Think that uh, we're gonna have a good time with it. We don't really have an itinerary, to be honest with you. News in sixty seconds. I'm Nick Reed.